You're now listening to the No GPS After Sunset Podcast. All right, all right, all right, we're back, we're back again. Well, maybe not again, this is, this is kind of an experiment. This is the first episode of No GPS After Sunset, and I'm here with my main man, Matt, the producer Matt, always hanging out in the back. It's October, so many new things are starting, so many new shows are coming about. Uh, our favorite movie of the last couple of years, Dune, is gonna, is gonna come out next year in March. It's supposed to come out in November. Um, but the writer's strike is over and I believe it is set back for March. So I'm excited about that. We got some cool things on the way. We got the NBA season starting. We're going to talk a lot about that. Uh, we just finished the One Piece live action. That was interesting. I thought there was some deep insights there, namely because it was a world without parents. And I felt like that was such a such a great meta critique on global society, right? All of us have, in a sense, through so many different things in nostalgia culture, captured or recaptured our youth, right? People do it through all different types of means. They can augment their bodies. They can... Science and technology has gone way, way crazy. And I'm going to talk about the Tecto Optimist Manifesto by Mark Andreessen, uh, a very famous and rich venture capitalist later on but in this world where we're kind of dizzying out one piece stood out to me everybody is tapped into their inner child and it seems like nobody's tapped into their inner parent it that that's like an antagonistic force in the world now right uh especially if you're a father or a paternal figure of some sorts so what's really going on out there Do people need a sense of grounding need a sense of meaning need a sense of direction and it should be self-initiated but if you're having troubles getting there sometimes you need a hand right some guidance some directions from an outside force and that would be not necessarily your parents but authority figures but wherever you go in the world now schools work everybody's just hanging out everybody's just kind of doing what they need to do not necessarily what they want to do so I, th- I thought that one piece was a, was a great critique of the world without parents and how people try to make sense of it, right? And when I say world without parents, it's, it's, I think there's been numerous studies out there that have been done that show that, you know, religious, especially in the West, whether it's Canada or America, you know, institutional religion, the numbers have dwindled. The numbers of people participating in institutional religion have dwindled. But the number of people engaging in intuitional, spiritual practices has jumped up. And so people are looking for directions in places where they feel are not corrupt. So it's a lot of people taking on Buddhist practices, meditation, new age, resurgence of earth movements. People get into all kinds of different things to make sense of this dizzy world that we're in. And we have no real direction. And this over-reliance on technology and science. Over-reliance on it, not for our biological or economic needs, 
which it satisfies rather well. But the thing that really means most to humans, more than anything else, meaning, a belief system, all of those are eradicating. And people are holding on for dear life to get it, to find it. They're doing all kinds of crazy things. They're doing Ancestry.com. They're doing spiritual readings. They're doing all kinds of things. We need to get situated, footed. Like, like it's, it's, it's getting crazy out here. And that's why I felt like One Piece was such a fitting critique on the world, right? It's, it doesn't make sense. Become a pirate. Go out to the high seas, right? I don't know. Like, what, what, like it's, an interesting, it's an interesting phenomena that's, that's going on. Would you say that technology is the new guiding force rather than a parent 100% it's taken over right that AI system that that the algorithm is gonna keep me right tonight on YouTube right and these are like these are ways of individuation of individualizing ourselves of finding an identity but that can be a little bit the transience the the constant change of it because technology is, so, is changing all the time, right? Social media. People thought Black Planet was going to be around forever or, or whatever other kinds of social media forms were around back in the day. But just as MySpace and Black Planet are not around now, uh, who knows? Facebook might not be around five, ten years from now. Instagram. Things will change. Things have to change. The monopolies that those big companies have with the antitrust laws and the serious interest rates and the high levels of debt that these companies have, right? Whether it's Disney or Apple or Facebook, sorry, Meta. Um, it's unsustainable. And we're seeing a lot of the people who are working for these behemoths, right? And they were doing a little bit of like, if you can't beat your competition, you just hire your competition. And you make them work on all kinds of silly projects and you pay them good wages and you keep them, shut out the market and so that's what's been happening for the last 10, 15 years, right? And I'm kind of veering off the original thing we're talking about. But it, it's, it's interesting to me because all that free money, all that paper money that was being generated and pumped out by central banks in the West, especially in uh, Canada and America, especially America, uh, in the EU, it was used to, to, for these companies to do what they did, right? To hire these, these individuals who would have had their own companies, who would have been competitors, who would, have, who would have been price matching and even bringing the prices down, creating higher demand, creating more supply, and that supply is, is, is gone, right? And so you have all these people now because interest rates are going up, because inflation is too high, because um, you got too much money just floating out there, who are getting fired left, right, and center, right? We've seen what happened at Disney. We've seen what happened at ESPN. We've seen what happened at Facebook. We've seen what happened at Shopify, HBO, just... Just put them to the side there, get them working. We don't need them as competition. Now they're out there. They don't have a job and they haven't been ideating. They haven't been in their own creative circles thinking about the next new ideas. And so right now we're going to be in a kind of uh, an innovation blip, I think, for the next like three to five years. And so these people now are times. I hope they saved their money. Uh, I hope they didn't buy a whole bunch of properties that they wanted to flip in Airbnb. It. I mean, I just seen what they did in Vancouver. It's going to be very, very, in British Columbia, it's going to be very, very, very hard for people to make the type of money that they were making off of Airbnb. Short-term rentals, it's not the way to go anymore. It's going to be, it's going to be a, a penalized and uh, that supply won't be there. And so people will be going back to hotels uh, no time soon. Um, and so people who wanted to make money that way, they're in trouble. 
right and it's a it's a business risk you take and so um yeah like it's 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 an interesting thing that's happening all over the world but i can speak specifically about this particular locale that i'm situated in which is toronto ontario canada kenya get to it (laughs) um but yeah over reliance on the tech on the the mechanisms that help us individuate put on a, a great stress on us because you're always putting the weight on yourself and it should be the weight should be on you you should you should as Kant taught us um uh not seek out the tutelage of others uh for an indefinite period of time but communal activity communal engagement actually relieves a lot of the stresses and anxieties of modern life right so i would tell people to pour back into that i don't know if it's going to be an institutional religion or an intuitional form of interacting with the world do you know what i mean where it's generated by you but others who are similarly self-directed right i think in the beginnings of the web right you had like all the chat rooms and the fandoms and the sites and you didn't have a a monopoly you didn't have a facebook there you didn't have like essentially there as platforms and they 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 regulate this regulate the space because they don't want to make money off of subscriptions at least in the beginning because they believe that and this is a Californian ideology, uh, of course, that comes out of Silicon Valley in the 90s, where you had these libertarians who wanted to free the world of um, the pain and the chaos and the suffering of the 20th century, the barbarous 20th century. And they felt like the problem was people didn't have enough information or knowledge. And so if we made that free and found ways to make money in other ways, Right. Maybe by not by you getting a subscription to this social media platform or what have you, but by because I want to be I want to be a genius, but also an entrepreneur as well. Right. Kind of like in the mold of a Steve Jobs. So I'm going to make my money off of ads, selling your data, your information. And then the algorithm works towards keeping you on that platform for the longest periods of time so that it can make the most money off of you. So people are on one platform but the algorithm it keeps you there by um tapping into into our more primal instincts so it it, it will it will force feed us news and updates and posts it's gonna it's gonna be an over-reliance on like fight or flight that's gonna be the algorithm and that's what it's chose right so you so all, all you're seeing is you're in an echo chamber you're talking to people who are of the same ilk because that keeps you on. Once you face any kind of turmoil on, on Twitter or somebody saying something uh, against what you're saying, right? Not in, in bad faith or, or, or in an ill-tempered spirit, but somebody just disagreeing with you, right? All of a sudden, algorithm just gets that person out of here. So we're in these silos. We're all in these silos. And because and, we wanted our cake and we wanted to eat it too. So that's the problem. So those platforms... They can be unifying and they can create communities. But what types of communities? They normally turn out antagonistic, not just onto each other, but to others, right? So we have these new tribes, these new religions, um, these new parents that people look up to, right? Whether they're celebrities, whether they're thought leaders, whether they're Mark Andreessen's of the world, you say it and I follow it and I parrot it. So we have all these individual individuating capacities but what happens is we cede it to demagogues 
the populist leaders, whether they're in music, whether they're in politics, whether other kinds of cultural industries, whether in tech. All right, Musk, you said that. We're going to run with that. Right. And so, yeah, this this techno optimist uh, manifesto that came out, I'm like, wow, it's littered with techno cultural fallacies. Right. Just because you have technological advancement does not necessarily mean that you are culturally advanced. Right. And so I'm just trying to understand, you know, some of the things that were being said. And I'll, I'll say one thing that was pretty interesting to me. Uh, and then we'll end, we'll end this uh, short discussion because it's the first episode. Um, so I'll read something that he said and I'll remark onto it, right? All right. And this has something to do with just the head dizzying, frantic speed of innovation and technological change that's turning our world upside down. That's a, not allowing people to mature. We're in a parentless world. And One Piece has shown that to us in, I think, brilliant fashion. All right, so this is what Mark Andreessen says in the Techno Optimist Manifesto that he just released, I think on the 16th of October. So it says, we believe the techno, techno capital machine of markets and innovation never ends, but instead spirals continuously, continuously upwards. Comparative advantage increases specialization in trade. Prices fall, freeing up purchasing power, creating demand. Falling prices benefit everyone who buys goods and services, which is to say everyone. Human wants and needs are endless and entrepreneurs continuously create new goods and services to satisfy those wants and needs, deploying unlimited numbers of people and machines in the process. This upward spiral has been running for hundreds of years, despite continuous howling from communists and Luddites. Indeed, as of 2019, before the temporary COVID disruption, the result was the largest number of jobs at the highest wages and highest levels of material living standards in the history of the planet. All right. Just because you're making a whole lot of money, just because your economic and biological needs are being met, right, does not mean that your spiritual, cultural needs are being met. And so what we have with this is a technocultural fallacy, a false uh, perception of what technology can do and it's great but it's not as great as you're saying and for me when things are changing the way that Mark Andreessen is saying things change and technology changes it's a great disruption to social life right and so what happens is with that level of change it's kind of fake there's nothing authentic or classic that remains in place for you to hold steady to to say this is tried tested and true and so in that sense, you have to become somewhat of a hardcore version of yourself. And what happens is people, they start to come under this thing called uh, a condition called anhedonia. And some thinkers like Bell Hooks thought that this was created by a hypercapitalist wasteland where things are just moving and everything and every interaction that you're having, whether online or in a store, or on the street, especially on the street, everything has been financialized. Everything has a number and a price tag on it. Everybody's just trying to sell you something. Everybody's just selling you something or is trying to get you involved in something that will increase their status. So this level of fakery and people want something authentic and real, unchanging, classic. And so they search for danger they search for the profane. They search for gory, horrific things because they want to feel something. So this is the issue you have. This is the issue we have, right? 
It's a psychological problem. And we're, we're pointing to this direction, right? And I see it. I, I meet so many people just, I'm into horror. I'm into this. I'm in, right? They just, they want to feel something. Things are just twisting and turning so fast. And a lot of times they reach for authenticity from places and people that are often exploited, but they're dealing with the, the constraints and the issues and the problems of bare life, you know, not having material existence necessarily uh, abundant for them, scarce, right? And it's these people that we reach out to and make our performers, right? And so somewhat of a minstrel, right? We get it with our music, we get it with our movies. And so what happens is those people then become just products for us to even though we want something real and authentic. I'm, you remember like in the 90s and hip hop, like, and this probably came from the golden era in the, the late 80s as well as like, and I think hip hop is always a representation of like what's really happening at a societal level, at its best levels, at its, I mean, at, at its highest hip hop or rap can do that, right? And there was a common saying back then. You don't necessarily say it as much now or it's not like as a catchphrase, but I'm keeping it real. I'm real, right? And hip hop became the most, one of the most popular genres of music in the, in, in the world. It was bringing this, this sense of authenticity and realness in a world that was just spinning with products and services and smiling, shining uh, McDonald faces at you. Oh, this is the real thing. Okay, this is authentic, right? And even that's getting displaced now because all of the, the antics and the silliness that goes on behind the scenes is being revealed. And, Hip-hop is no longer the most popular genre in music anymore. It's no longer the most popular. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for the culture in and of itself. Bad for the people who make money off of hip-hop. But I think ultimately, now, artists who are bringing a certain level of not necessarily just authenticity, but meaning into people's lives are going to be cream of the crop they're gonna rise up meaning is the is, the, is is the biggest issue is the biggest thing that we need to do now we need to create meaning we, we have a lack of parental oversight right and that's not like parents per se like your mom and your dad but guiding forces in a society to kind of lead you towards a moral life right and you get AI you get artificial intelligence and all these types of things to replace that authoritative voice but that ai is being directed by our thoughts and ideas that are getting plugged into it so we're in a sense parenting our, ourselves and i always say this like a lot of other friends grow up with you know maybe single parent homes and all of that we're fathering each other but even for those who've had two parent families we're all fathering each other you know as a man as, as, as i'm speaking as a man but like and so the most important thing now is not to build better, greater, or even cleaner technologies is to tell stories that have meaning, not to make content that is just for mindless consumption. That's the biggest thing. We need storytellers out there. We need people to invest in their stories, not in real estate. Put your money in a story. Put your money into something that's going to give people a value system to live by, especially in Canada. Stop putting your money in real estate. This podcast is sponsored by Rhythm Homes. Have you heard the good news? The federal government of Canada is taking GST off of purpose-built rental properties. 
we at Rhythm Homes, a home and apartment building development company, are excited about these new developments. No pun intended. Canada is suffering from a housing affordability crisis, and we feel we can help remedy this problem. We aim to provide affordable housing to millennials who, according to our research, are having much less sex than previous generations. And we think that has everything to do with access to affordable homes. You can't really get romantic in your mother's basement at age 30, can ya? No, not really. The Dominicans have cabanas. And now we have rhythm homes. We're bringing back smiles and a whole lot of rhythm to Western metropolises, one city at a time. So if you want to buy a home, reach us at 1-800-RHYTHMS. Boosting fertility rates all over the world. <laughs> so yeah, we'll wrap that up. This was the first episode of No GPS After Sunset, and we got it popping in on and forward. We are going. Peace. Salute to you. Take care. And I'll see you on the flip side. For the record, we be ballin'. Nah, 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 nah. Now they look up to the sky, see me let the show fly like a star so bright. We be all in. For the record, we be ballin'. Nah, 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 nah. Shiny shoes, camel boots, roast toast with emotion, a tiger's toast. Take his boat in my living room, raise the roof. Yeah, tooth breaking rules like my name was Luke. Uh. With the moves like I'm here to do Sweating hard, oh my God, like I'm here to prove Feeling lost in the shots, I can hear the booze Been a star in my heart, just like middle school uh, With my arm, I was pushing through Don't cry, but my eyes look like swimming pools Chris Rock getting stopped, I have bullies too Went to Pops, went to Fox, what he missing to? Uh, he's a man, I get it Hard on tenant, but get my shit in I'm a nerd outfitted in the furs and linen Of a bird out jigging in the dog show Nah, 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 nah.